0: word. And the basic meaning is the ground or a method of reasoning or word, right? So it's this ancient word that goes all the way back to Aristotle. And Aristotle realized that the word logos also signified a um, a differentiation between the human being and an animal, right? He recognized that a human being has the ability to perceive and understand, right? The ability to realize. And the path of freedom is the realization of yourself as freedom, as happiness. This is the essence of the teaching of Ramana Maharshi. And if you think of Ramana, his ethos, which is guideline, are two aspects of this ability to perceive right? This ability to perceive the ground of being within ourselves, or logos, the logos of now, because now is really the only reality, right? And you have this natural ability to perceive it. But realizations of truth naturally occur. They cannot be forced they cannot be rushed, right? You cannot know when you will have a moment of realization, a miraculous shift in how you perceive things, right? And spiritual practice supports those unexpected moments of realization, right? So if you look at the guiding ethos of Ramana Maharshi it's bhakti yoga and jnana yoga and bhakti yoga is pure devotion and jnana yoga is knowledge of the divine right it's not mental understanding but a natural Imbibing or abiding in as that realization of truth that you are happiness, freedom, peace, and a, pre- a presence that surpasses all understanding, right? It surpasses all understanding because true revelation, true, true realization is not of the mind. It only lives in the realm of your heart. So the Logos of now, or as Papaji would say, allow now to be your master, right? If now is your master, the guiding principle or the ethos is silence, right? And this is really the ethos, the ground of being of both Bhakti Yoga and Jnana Yoga is silence, Silence and self-inquiry is what uh, enables us to perceive, which is what Aristotle recognized as Logos, this ability to recognize for yourself. It is the direct recognition of yourself as this living truth of happiness and freedom that is the essence of the great pointing that Ramana Maharshi represents, right? And those are his very simple and immediate guidelines. Devotion of God, the knowledge of God, right? And the all-pervasive silence that is God. We tend to think of silence as the absence of sound, but the silence of God is all-pervasive. It's here whether it's quiet or not, right? This is the ethos of Ramana Maharshi, is silence. So when you think of now, it certainly is the only reality because anything held in mind, whether it's the past, or the future, right? And even if that's infused with feeling, now truly is the only reality. And when now is your master, then there's no need to focus on the past, and there's no need to worry about the future because both are recognized immediately as non-existent right? And when you give your full attention to this moment, a natural happiness arises because any past memory that takes you to the past or leads you away from this moment only leads to suffering. And this is why Papaji referred to the past as digging in the graveyard, and that mind is past. So anything held in mind is past, including the most profound revelation of truth, right? The most profound moment of deepening when your mind falls into the abyss of the great void inside of you, the abyss of the heart, the void that we avoid, right? And we avoid this void because the mind's job is to keep you and everything the mind thinks you are alive. So the void is avoided, but in moments of true revelation or realization, you fall into the depths Of the abyss within yourself and it's that falling into the abyss that reveals the pure joy and happiness of your being. This ground of being or logos, right? The word. And what comes before any word is pure silence, right? in the Gospel of John it says in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God and what is the word this word that's being revealed in the Gospels is light right and Jesus was also seen as the word the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end the light that shines before any word is spoken, right? It is the radiance inside of you, the life of the life that never speaks. So awakening, self-realization and liberation are in abidance in what you realize, right? When you realize yourself as this light, right? this Word of God, this silence of God. Realizing yourself as that is the essence of self-realization. And it takes time because of our genetic mind, which is what I have talked about frequently, because the genetics of mind genetics of your physical form, is what makes this challenging to abide in. So awakening is a fraction of a fraction of a second, right? Liberation from this genetic mind takes time, and it's a burning through the egoic identification that enables you to abide in yourself as freedom as truth, as happiness, right? There's an abidance in your realizations as you deepen in truth, right? And then self-realization is a complete annihilation or a burning through of the genetic mind to such a degree that you are in the constant realization of yourself as logos, as the logos of now, this living now that you are. So the truth is, you are this living presence, whether you're aware of it or not, whether you are awake or asleep, whether your mind is wandering around, whether you're confused or sad, angry. Underneath is this presence that cannot possibly go anywhere and through meditation and silence when you give your full attention to the Atman of the heart, the great cathedral of your heart, when you enter this great cathedral of the heart, you naturally vanish. You disappear in the abyss. And this is terrifying to the mind until you actually rest in the cathedral of your heart, which is the nature of meditation, right? And when you rest in the cathedral of your heart, then peace washes over you. Silence washes over you, and a deep sense of well-being washes over you. And this is why meditation is part of the ethos of Ramana Maharshi, a guideline You have to meditate, you have to be still, you have to be quiet. It's in the stillness that you can examine deeply, intimately, what is going on inside of you, what is the conversation in your head all about, and why are you believing it? You can stop believing it, right? It's this... It's in the stopping that you can deeply, intimately examine what is free, right? And what isn't free, what leads to bondage. And it's in recognizing how you suffer that you can break free from your suffering. And freedom is now. It's always now. You will never find it in the past. You will never find it... In your thoughts and you will never find it in the future so the primary ethos of Ramana Maharshi is this moment right now right here and this is what keeps your inquiry fresh is the eternal living moment of now that you are Not as a practice of staying in the now, but recognizing yourself as this living, eternal now is the ethos of Ramana Maharshi. It is the Logos of now, right? The silence before the Word, right? And the Word was God, right? But before the Word is the supreme silence, and this silence will claim you in the willingness to be still in the willingness to be quiet and the willingness to examine intimately for yourself, yourself, the truth of yourself, deeper than the thoughts and the emotions and the circumstances. Lasting happiness is not discovered in any circumstance. Even in moments of sublime realization, those realizations dissipate and fall into the past. So the living now is the wellspring of freedom that's alive in your own heart and only you can take a deep drink of this eternal spring, right? It is the great waters of life. And when you drink of this great water of life, you will never thirst. You will never be longing for God or freedom. It's the end of the search when you take this deep drink of the living waters of your own heart. This is the source of eternal happiness that is alive within you, and it will only be discovered now, in this moment. Truly, now is the only reality. Why not be selfish And drink deeply of this. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon.